0: welcome to another edition of thoughts of the roundtable with me matt rebar and me paul laux and we are back again it's been a few weeks yeah it's been i think our last episode was february 1st so we're kind of like a mid-february review
1: (laughs) well also um part of that is my fault because i decided to rip apart my bathroom and retile everything and put a new tub so it's an adult experience that's uh keeping me busy
0: I love it. You're putting in the subway tile, right? It looks so good. Correct.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And you
0: have, I love those bathrooms that like the wall indents so that you could have like your soap and shampoo. Yeah, the niches or whatever they're called. I love them. (laughs) Looks so good.
1: Um. So, but yeah. So last time we talked about, I remember we were talking about the uh, GameStock thing. GameStock. <laughs> as as I just called it. But um so we, we should probably give a little update on that. And basically the update is that it kinda just went away from what it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Right now it's at about um last time I checked today, it was at forty dollars. And if you remember it was at like um I think the highest was what, four hundred some?
0: Yeah, it and was up there. It was basically making
1: um a couple of those hedge fund people uh, basically sell off. I think they ended up losing
0: Billions uh, of billions. I think it was
1: $19 billion that the one capital firm lost, and they uh-huh. were only worth $13 billion, so they lost more than <laughs> their entire company was worth. Um, so there was that, but they got a bail. But basically what happened is, is um, Robin Hood um, halted trading of it, mm-hmm. and the government bailed them out. So basically, um, we... we you know, backed up the billionaires and beat down the little guy again. Once they realized that, did you see? By the way, there was some guy. I think he was on um, CNBC or something like that, and it was some billionaire hedge fund guy, and he was literally sobbing on there, <laughs> like literally crying, and basically saying like No, it's not. It's not fair that these people are able to do this. It's <laughs> like that. That's literally like it's not our fault that they did it the right way and mm-hmm. just tricked you and. Um, yeah, he was literally sobbing, but they they won. They ended up getting bailed out. So, um, but uh, have you been following that Doge coin
0: or whatever? I have. Is it is it still on the rise?
1: Well, the, I mean yes, but the thing is, it was literally fractions of a penny, but it has <laughs> gone up like hundreds of percent. So it's like I don't even know if it's literally a cent yet, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but. And I, I doubt that it'll ever be anything, but mm. Bitcoin is over $50,000, which is absurd. But basically, I don't know how you feel about that. That basically the billionaires won. They got bailed out, they got mm-hmm. backed up by their friends. And um, honestly, I think what. Oh, ooh, sorry about that. Ooh. I think what Robinhood <laughs> did was probably one of the crappiest things I've mm-hmm. ever, honestly, seen. And I don't even know how that's illegal. They have that huge class action lawsuit mm-hmm. um, against them now for all their. Because they literally just manipulated it. Like, so no one could trade anymore. And um, I'm not into that. I don't trade stocks or I don't do any of that. (laughs) So I never really got too wrapped up in it, but I think it's complete bullshit. And it proves that, you know, even if you're a little guy, even if you find a way to win, you're always going to lose. So Mm -hmm. it was disappointing in the end, but I mean, it is what it is. That's how,
0: that's how this is.
1: Sorry, it was a little tangent, but I was very No, I think you summed it up
0: really well. Um, The sociologist of me, I think, what's so interesting about this whole thing is that it, it proves that, Wall Street is a casino. It's a sham. It's it really it's is though. fake in a way, and you know to have these billionaires say, "How dare people exploit the system that we've been exploiting?" Is and exploiting just it hypocrites literally the same way they've been
1: doing it, <laughs> like exploiting the exact way they've been doing it. You know what also is bullshit is how politicians are allowed to trade on the stock market. That should yeah. never be allowed at mm-hmm.
0: all. I have many problems with the modern government system and that is one of them especially like you know you get reports all the time of senators who have these secret meetings and then suddenly their stock portfolio changes overnight yeah. and you're like come on like it, Nancy Pelosi like, just Stop did being that. so obvious about it. yeah i mean it, it's she both did that sides with Tesla. it's both sides yeah
1: so oh, i yeah. mean it's they know they have insider knowledge of what's coming mm-hmm. with governmental things and they'll dump stock or buy stock all the time when they know stuff is coming
0: I think another huge takeaway too is you know these this investment hedge fund, what they do is they put money that basically they make bets that businesses are going to fail. So they make <laughs> yeah. this bet on GameStop that they're going to you know basically kind of buy these shares, but they're not like buying the shares, which is so weird to me. It's like they're you're not, borrowing shares. Yeah, they're like borrowing them, um, and with the hope that when they have to cash them in, they'll actually make money off of the deal. And that to me is so shady. You know, from the standpoint of like, obviously business 101, one. I'm aware the businesses are going to fail, um, but to be you're basically rooting for businesses yeah. to fail to well, make it, money it,
1: off of it. Is it hurts these businesses too and yeah. basically chokes them to death.
0: Um, I, I just think way. it's so unethical. I think it's so wrong. Um, you know, if if there was a way for them to make money off the success of companies, I think that is great. You know, that's kind of what Wall Street is. Um, and that's kind of what these these small guys did for a bit, right? They kind of made money off of this whole thing for a bit. But, yeah, to be betting against companies, man, I, I just think, I don't know. I don't want to be a philosopher, but, <laughs> you know, my, my ethics professor right now. But to me, it's just so horrendous. And so, no, I don't feel bad that, you know, these hedge funds lost all this money and that they're sobbing on national TV. It's like, you know, that's good that you are in that position. Like, screw all you, All of man. Wall Street just, it just bothers me. And I agree.
1: I, it's just because it's just it, it's just gambling, essentially. Mm. And I hate that our economy is tied so much into it. But I mean, that's I mean, that's kind of just what you get with the system we have. But what's have even set up.
0: what's even funnier, you know, you have this you have the Wall Street that's kind of like a casino. Right. But then you have our currency, which isn't based on anything. You know, we're not our money is not based on any gold or any riches. It's just printed money. Are you a bring back the gold standard guy? I mean, I'm not necessarily bringing back the gold standard guy, but, like, you look at the our economy, and it's a mess. It's 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 fake. It's, you know, people always talk about, like, well, look at all the jobs. And my big thing is look at the quality of the jobs, you know, because you can have two million bad-paying, no-benefits, part-time jobs that, like, will crush people into poverty. You know, that's not going to do any good, right?
1: The problem with, with capitalism in general is it, it's a great system in theory but you're really hedging your bets on the greed of the the top the top corporations that basically run the government mm-hmm. and if the greed wasn't a thing capitalism would be fantastic but it is so you're kind of balance it's kind of a balancing act with trying to you know manage the greed of these companies that basically control the lobbyists and mm-hmm and borderline the government itself, so...
0: I had a thought that I want to know your opinion on. You know, back when, in the early 1900s with capitalism, you know, obviously there was rampant poverty, but was there, I, I don't know, do you think that there's been more greed since the earlier days of capitalism? Mm, uh,
1: no, I... More, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that, if there's been more or less. Uh, we have a lot more protections now, over the years, that consumers mm-hmm. have. Um we have, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of new laws that have been acted to protect, um, you know, the middle class and the, the, you know, the more common people. That so that that is good, and because um, I mean, back in the early 1900s, good lord, it was just it was basically <laughs> little the wild kids Midwest. losing their
0: fingers in the warehouses and yeah.
1: And so I mean, there's that. So companies are handcuffed a little bit there, mm-hmm. but I mean, every, they're always going to be greedy in some. In some way, these come. I I don't whether there's more or not. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I do wonder. But, and this is kind of funny because you know me. I'm very liberal, but you know we've we've there's more non-religious people than ever. You know, back then, you know, maybe was there more of a quote religious norm when it came to capitalism that you shouldn't be greedy in a way. Oh God, no. You I think, don't think I, no. I that's something that I think about. It might I have, have been wonder, worse back then. Have people pulled away from? institutions that have kind of were anti-greed. Like, you know, to me, religion, a big thing is like, don't be greedy, right? <laughs> don't covet your neighbor. Don't covet your neighbor's wife. Don't covet your neighbor's goods. And so yeah, by stripping when I, when that is, away...
1: When has any, any CEO ever followed his morals? I mean... To, well, you know. I'm
0: going to say, well, look at General Ford. Ford paid his employees fantastically. He was known for, like, really ushering in, like, workers and, like, I, I mean... I think mean, there's plenty of old, or Rockefeller. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know my research Wasn't on Rockefeller. Wasn't Rockefeller a douche? I, I was just about to say, he might have been a douche. <laughs> so, x that on my evidence sheet. But point, <laughs> point B saying, I mean, CEOs are making more money than ever. That we know. Elon Musk, uh, Bezos, uh, Bill Gates. You know, these people are making money that, like, even Rockefeller would be like, oh my god, right? But the thing is, too, Rockefeller did invest in the community. I mean, you look at Cleveland and, like... The gardens, the cultural gardens, I think he invested in. He invested in a ton of, like, the museum area, I believe. Again, don't quote me exactly. But, I, I mean, look at just Jeff Bezos. He is The amount that he's donated is, like, point zero percent Yeah, but he so also treats Amazon low.
1: employees like crap.
0: Exactly. And, like, you know, even Ford. I mean, Ford had, he gave him the best that he I could heard offer. horror
1: stories about working for Amazon. Like it's oh, just yeah. awful. Dude, have you oh this is kind of in the same realm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen all the there's some uh uh Amazon warehouse, I think it's in Louisiana. The, and they're unionizing. Uh,
0: they're try- what? Aren't they unionizing right now?
1: They're trying to, but the crazy things that Amazon is doing to try to break up their Ugh. their union talks, like they will um the craziest that like obviously there's the basic like They'd hang posters in the bathroom about why it's not good to unionize. You know how you lose <laughs> your health insurance and the, that kind of oh basic stuff. Oh my god! But Imagine Western, like
0: sitting to go to the bathroom and you like have that poster in your face and you're like, oh, you're, you're like, taking I a I hate dump my and life. Yeah,
1: you're, like, you're <laughs> trying to poop and there's just a non-unionized poster in front of you. But no, the, the craziest thing I heard is that um, there there was a group of Amazon workers who would like um, they had like a picket line. Mm-hmm. And they were handing out information about how to uni- how why how to unionize, and why they should unionize, like the mm-hmm. Amazon employees. And they stationed themselves at a stoplight right outside the Amazon warehouse, so the employees would stop, and you know they'd talk to them and get the pamphlets or everything. And Amazon convinced the city to always make that light green, and so they people never had oh, the oh. chance to stop and talk to the the unionizers.
0: Wow, <laughs> that is so like diabolical. That's like Disney villain. It's-
1: Dude, it is, I mean, but that's the kind of shit that happened in the early 1900s, too. All the union Mm -hmm. busters. I mean, those. Well,
0: unions were strongest post-World War II. Correct. And when they were strongest, the wages were at their best. I think it came out to about $12 in today's money an hour was, like, the average. And now we're, we're like, the minimum wage is down to 7 And
1: Have you ever heard of the Big Mac Index?
0: Yes. And it's so explain it for people. I think it's so crazy.
1: And at least I, I hopefully we're on the we're on the same page here, but it's the inflation rate of the Big Mac Is versus that you, minimum wage, yes. Versus minimum wage and how minimum wage hasn't gone up since like two thousand what, two thousand nine, I think it was? Oh maybe. But, and even then um, it was
0: like what, like ten cents?
1: Yeah. Um but the Big Mac the Big Mac's has, doubled. <laughs> it's no, it's like seventy two percent inflation since yeah, Since, it's and yeah, it's insane. The Big Mac index. I read about that the other day, but um because everyone always like, you know, fifteen dollars an hour will uh spike prices. And in some some areas it will. It definitely will. Mm-hmm. But like
0: inflation's been happening anyway. So Yeah. The point is the argument that like if we don't raise minimum wage, things are gonna mm-hmm get more expensive. I mean, Plot twist, re- they've been getting more expensive. Like, I
1: mean in reality it's it's putting a band-aid on a broken bone. I think I've said yeah. that before. Like it's mm-hmm. not the end all be all and mm-hmm. honestly in some areas it's probably not even a good idea. But I mean there no one else is doing anything else. We're not working on healthcare. We're not mm. working on making school affordable. So we don't really have any other choice. I mean these are things that if you work actually working on like if we were trying to make healthcare cheaper, we we're trying to make, you know, job training more affordable, housing more affordable, then really The minimum wage, you know, a $15 minimum wage thing would kind of die off because it wouldn't be as prudent as it is now with all of these things just getting out of control. But we don't want to work on any of that. You know Mm. what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, they don't want to work on all of the other things that are making the $15 an hour mandatory. But also they don't want to talk about raising the wage. It's just they don't want to do it. Nobody wants to do anything. Another thing
0: too that I get kind of annoyed about is people when they're like, you know, they use the example of McDonald's employee with minimum wage, and they go, "Well, if you have minimum wage, you're gonna have robots doing the work." And it's like, shouldn't we celebrate that we as a society have advanced so much that like menial labor and tasks can be handled by automation? Like the amount of jobs that can open up. I'm just saying, like you know, if we lived in a society where like a lot of you know mundane, hardworking tasks can be done by automation. That means that there's more people to do more, you know, awesome, inventive things, creative Mm -hmm. things. I I, Listen, I I get a little creeped out by robots sometimes, but (laughs) the idea that, like, we can live in a society where, like, we're continuously enriching ourselves because of our access to automation and uh, automatons and all that, I think it's great. Also, that's not going to
1: happen. You're never going to see McDonald's run by robots entirely, so... Well, no, I mean, you'd have to
0: have, like... A manager and, like, technicians on site or whatever, but I'm just saying, I mean, like, the process of fast food is not – you don't need, like, a sous chef in McDonald's to get it done.
1: <laughs> I was a McDonald's sous chef.
0: Oh, were you? Oh, yeah, in high school, right?
1: I worked at McDonald's three years. I cooked burgers. You know what? Honestly, it really wasn't that bad of a job. I quite enjoyed it, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. It
0: wasn't but bad. It's hard work. I mean, you're on your feet. You're running around. Well,
1: the problem was I was working with all my high school buddies. It was like oh, all well my then you baseball just friends. Jacking I was off like, the whole time. <laughs> that was basically me, me cooking burgers with my, with, my, with my dudes. I'm like, okay, whatever. This is fine.
0: So I also want to add, you know, Texas. What's happening right now in Texas. For those who are unaware, Texas is having historically snowy, cold winter. You know, the winter storms crashing. And I did some research because I'm like, what is the issue? And I learned this week that Texas has its own power grid. Yeah, you didn't so know that? The re- I did not know this. Well, maybe I did and I forgot, but I not I They're don't privatized, I, I believe. It's privatized. And here's where I – this is – it goes back to earlier, kind of what we are talking about. This company that's privatized the majority of Texas', Texas is electricity, they've been told for years that their infrastructure needs updating. It needs winterizing. It needs to Hold be on refreshed. Just
1: on that point. Mm-hmm. It's it's of note that the entire US power grid
0: sucks. We the entire
1: <laughs> thing. I'm not, that's, a, that's True. Not, I'm not even a joke. That the yeah. entire thing sucks. They're just the worst of the worst, basically. Well,
0: because they're privatized and so in their eyes, they need to make a profit. The most they want to squeeze out every penny they can. Uh, you know, versus, you know, maybe a federal, you know, it's a little slow, it's, you know, yada yada, things are behind, but this this is a different agenda, right? And it's insane to me. I'm like, how? How Texas? Why? This is like I'm so pissed. I, I I'm so pissed about it. And and how are they gonna change that? How are they gonna regulate that? How are they gonna like put in new law now- on that?
1: And and now, of course, here comes all the people like Ted Cruz. He was talking about, like, all these wind turbines that all the Democrats want. They froze up and they don't work. And then he like, tweeted some picture of a frozen wind turbine. But it was one from, like, Siberia from, like, a couple <laughs> years ago. And this guy, like, everything he can do. he'll And the, the best part that's kind of turned out on his head a little bit is Ted Cruz is obviously notoriously horrifically against basically any sort of COVID relief, like mm-hmm. literally anything and uh, i think it was today he's like why isn't biden giving us giving us relief why isn't he helping us it's like you literally don't <laughs> want to help anybody why do you want it why do you, why do you care
0: the best part of the whole lie about the windmills weren't windmills made in like denmark and denmark's yeah. way colder than texas so if it worked for denmark it'll work for texas
1: <laughs> i mean that's that's not even like, I I don't know how much of the power comes from the wind turbines. I truly don't. It's so small. I, That's the thing. I don't think it's, it's so small.
0: Lot. And and what's even better, Paul, the windmills are performing better than they expected under these conditions. The problem is the gas. All the gas, like the pipeline, something froze up. So they can't get the gas out, is apparently the issue. I thought it
1: was their electrical grid that was having the issue.
0: I think it's like was a, that I think wrong it's with a that? whole, I think it's a few things maybe. But from what I read, it had to do with like, the something with the gas, something with freezing with the gas. So, <laughs> I mean, everyone
1: loves privatized stuff, but man, that listen, I don't. These, what these, name listen, one thing on.
0: privatized in America that's working right now? These
1: these companies, um, well, airlines doing okay, I mm-hmm. think they, they have oh, no. thoughts on that, but um, uh, was it where was I going with this? The, when you privatize an entire like you know, um, uh, sector like that. You kind of have to rely on these companies because the, the thing is is obviously the maintenance is going to cost money. The people are going to cost money. The mm-hmm. upkeep, the updates, all that's going to cost money. And if you privatize it, you're basically hedging all of your bets that these companies will take some of their dear profits and push it into these things, which are They're not. It's which capitalism. They won't. they won't do. They won't do They are do it.
0: penny-pinching. They are going to exploit. They are going to do the bare minimum. You know I- – it's like, you know, you have two ways of looking at it. You and it bites them in someone, the ass every time. Yeah. It,
1: it bites them in the ass every time, and they never change. They will mm-hmm. do this again mm-hmm. and again and again.
0: It's like you have two types of people who are going to – like, let's say you need a fence built. You tell the one guy – the one guy goes, I'll build your fence for $2,000. The other guy goes, you give me 1000 and I'll see what I can do. Who's going to build the better fence? <laughs> it's going to be the guy who says, here's the 2000 here's why you need to pay that much, versus the guy who says, pay me 1000 for the whole project, I'm going to squeeze every penny and give you a bad fence.
1: Also, um, did you hear, the, see that mayor, I guess, somewhere in Texas, smaller town, but he basically told, I think he told people, like, it's sink or swim, like, no one owes mm-hmm. you anything.
0: A few and people, few politicians from Texas have said this.
1: Really? Well, yes. the one was, he goes, these power companies don't owe you anything. I'm like, bitch, I pay my, my bill every month. <laughs> yes, they do owe me something.
0: But, like, I'm sorry, are we a modern society or are we, like, you know, a 1500s colony of animals that, like, we're all going to be individual and we're not going to help each other and we're not going to, you know... At some point, like when are they gonna just like admit that, like you know what, we're not a society; we are just a bunch of people looking out for our own self interests at all times. Because that's Basically. what it feels like with this whole situation. And I, I, I mean, you know, I've been well, very let's curious be honest. This will, too. This will
1: happen again. They'll, they're not so. gonna update these things. It'll happen again.
0: Well, I was, yeah, I've geez. been wondering. You know, they say that Texas will be the next state to go blue. That's kind of the prediction that
1: they've like, said that for a long time. I they don't have. The thing I don't is, know there, either. there's there's pockets there's pockets of Texas that that I mean Texas is always going to be Texas, mm-hmm. but I mean Austin is obviously very blue. Um, Houston, to, Houston, mean, the is cities. Very blue. Yeah, Dallas is not. I don't know if Dallas will ever really go blue, but um, I don't know. Well, I they talk about voter suppression.
0: They talk a lot about the voter suppression. So if they can do what they did to Georgia and Texas, who knows? I mean, it could be close. But I do wonder if this situation, what's going to be the fallout?
1: Because there has to be a fallout. Do you think Georgia was a fluke, or do you think that'll stay blue for a
0: while? I genuinely think it depends on how these two senators do and what Biden does. I think it depends on, you know, if they continue to push for voter registration, if they continue to push for new registration and and old registration. It's all—it depends. I mean, the votes were so close, man. I I mean, they really were, and— you can say, well, with the Trump thing, and that didn't help the Republican candidates. You could say that that's a possibility. I mean, people don't. But, for, people forget that Trump still
1: got 74 million votes, which is insane. I know, insane. That's insane. <laughs> insane. So, um, South Carolina also is tending purple. So, we'll see what happens with them.
0: Well, they said the same about North Carolina, and North Carolina felt really red. And I was actually shocked, too, at how red Ohio was this time around.
1: I'm not. I'm not. We've been we've been trending red the past few years,
0: and I'm like, where? Where are these people? Because Southern Ohio. <laughs> it's all Southern Ohio. Yeah, it must be because I don't. I mean, I know a few people up here in Cleveland. I mean, the the, the, the blue counties.
1: Red, the blue counties are, you know, um, I'm not going to say the county names because no one understands it, besides unless you live in Ohio. <laughs> but um, Cuyahoga, which is Cleveland, mm-hmm. Franklin, which is
0: Columbus, Cleveland, Columbus, Cincy, Toledo, Youngstown.
1: No, not even. Well,
0: Toledo. Yeah, Toledo did. Yeah, Toledo um, went blue. Yeah. The thing, though, too, I think that and we Athens, think about Athens is, is Athens. Is oh, in Athens, yeah, and maybe Dayton. Did Dayton? Maybe anyway. Probably long, long story made short. I do wonder again how much voter suppression is involved in the state. Could we also old Georgia in the future? You know, and you have to think about too how many people are just like disinterested who would be voting for Democratic candidates but just don't have the like they, they're not being pushed enough to do so. Right. I. It, who knows? It could all flip in four years and. We'll see. Well, this was an extra long, juicy capitalism chat today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that we're we're heading towards the uh, more political realm. I know. know. I get. So Maybe we'll get our own uh, talk show. at am.
0: <laughs> hey, and if you're listening from Texas, which I don't think we have any Texas listeners, but if we do, we're sending our thoughts and prayers and love. I don't know and if energy. we have any Ohio listeners. <laughs> I don't know if we have any listeners in general. <laughs> But um, if you're going through that right now, we send our our best. And yes. um, when this is over, you got to make sure you put things into action so this doesn't happen again. Fix so that power hold for Hold people. Good. Hold people to uh, you know their actions and their consequences. So. All right. Well, another episode is in the bag. Uh, that's been another thoughts of the roundtable. And uh, peace out. Later.